You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. We've got tacos. We've got titties. And, and we've, we've got, got the sauce, sauce you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth. The legend of Creep Mouth. The brotherhood of cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay. Mouth fi motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Wait a minute. Andy Rocky Goon Jesus. What, old, right here? No, you're not going to include uh, Iraqi Goon Jesus? Oh, Iraqi. I forgot Iraqi about Goon him. Jesus. <laughs> so like, and Zodiac <laughs> Zombie. Listen to the Titties and Tacos podcast, dropping flash fried episodes every Taco Tuesday on the Detroit is Different podcast network, After Dark. You're listening to the Searching for Claire Huxable podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. All right, back in full effect, searching for Claire Huxtable in the Detroit is Different podcast studios. Detroit is different after dark. Searching for Claire Huxtable this way. Here with my man, Maceo. Maceo, what's up? What up, dope? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, as we keep this rolling punches, this is another, uh, I guess, boys club uh, host only episode that we offering to people. Uh, we did the other side for this where it was Mr. Right for Mrs. Right. Now, nah, this is Mrs. Wright for Mr. Wright. We're going to give some scenarios, some things to think about in reference to what we look for. And then also speaking on behalf of other men, what we often find are like just different traits that men are looking for in women that just aren't talked about often. Like most of these Claire Huxtable episodes, we see y'all following and subscribing and liking and sharing a lot of people talking about it. So we appreciate that. And uh, we know most of our audience is women. Uh, or our women so we're gonna share some insight of things that men are looking for attractive traits being more likable and appreciated from men so already i know some listeners are sitting there like what you mean what a man wants so some of them listeners may not even want to listen to the rest but i think this is going to be something real dope because we know a lot of different types of dudes uh hear a whole lot of hearts to hearts uh have been in experiences ourselves and it's uh it's unique often how many men just feel like the women they're with don't understand them. You know what I'm saying, Maceo? Oh yeah, all day. And I was probably one of those men at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably still am. Yeah, in <laughs> Shit, some I don't ways. Know. Yeah, in some ways. So uh we we did the other side, you know. Um, but let's let's open up the floor. With, uh, I guess, like one of the most classic things when it comes to men and women connecting, um, just the, I think the beginning matters so much to a man. Not saying that the beginning doesn't matter to a woman, but to a man, how things start off really, really can play a hell of a role throughout everything, you know? Um, And when I say how things start off, um, just her attitude, um, her availability, her uh, willingness to, you know, experience who you are as opposed to just like looking at you in the box like you a man, so you supposed to. All right. Can really drop a man's guard to not feel like, damn, I got to be a man. And I really feel like, you know, she's getting to know me. Like, that's one of my key things, personally. Like, I like to feel like she knows Kari, not just looking at me like, well, a man is supposed to and a man is supposed to this. Uh, even though I do feel a lot of those roles that are 
traditional roles attributed to what men will do as far as um, just different things like covering costs for dates. Um, you know, if I'm going to, if we're walking down the street, I'm going to walk on the outside of the street, just stuff like that are <laughs> things that I'm going to do. But I still like to feel like I'm an individual, not necessarily like because I'm a man, I'm just supposed to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you just, I mean, just like me, I want to be looked at as an individual, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and judged based on my individual behavior and not so much as, like you said, how a man is supposed to act, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, but yeah, I have to agree. And it also, it's also, man, important to me how a woman engages me from the beginning. Okay. Now, when you talk about engaging from the beginning, um, in reference to uh, break that down, are you talking communication? Are you talking uh, her receptiveness to even whatever that those first physical encounters are? Like it could be even a hug. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely want everything to be natural and easy going. And a lot of times, and sometimes I've used the word effortless, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes things need a little push. Sometimes think people need encouragement, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes they need motivation and and, and things like that. So you know, and a lot of times it's it's a uh the persons if they have baggage that they're bringing into uh the situation, potential relationship or friendship, I guess when you first meet or, or just just them being apprehensive of meeting somebody new, potentially starting something new, you know, and going through the whole courtship process but yeah you know how they engage me uh how and and their availability as you mentioned is important too uh how well they work with me in in terms of finding um common ground like what's the best time a question it sounds better being asked well what's the best time to call you Rather than I'm gonna call you at this time because this is the time that I get through right. doing whatever. Now let's let's get a little bit into unpacking that sometimes because some of those things like you know the man taking charge, the man taking the lead, you know, as far as contact communication, as far as you know where we gonna go out to. Like I want a man that just knows what what he wants and then he does it. So that back and forth because that's something that I've heard before. What's what's your response to that when sometimes those options are provided and they're like, okay, you seem indecisive about things. Yeah, but you know, I understand. Well, I kind of treat people the way I want to be treated. So if if I make that statement and they respond with something like that, <clears throat> I let them finish. And then I say, well, this is why I said that. Or this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Or this is why I'm being considerate. You know, it's more to your benefit than it is to mine. And then, you know, once you do that, then they go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, okay, that makes sense. You know, because I put it like this. My daughter is grown. I don't have any more kids. And um, I don't have any kids that live with me. So if you're a single mom <clears throat> and your kids are not in, you know, I guess where they're more self-reliant. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Then If they're in their formative years, as they say. Yeah, I mean, if, if your kids, you know, are self-reliable and all other kind of stuff, then then 
your involvement in, t- in terms of their day-to-day may not be as significant or as needed as a younger child. So if I say, well, look, I already know, you know, through our, however we met and through conversations that she's a single mom, then something like we were just talking about what time we're going to, you know, communicate with each other. What's the best time? I'm going to say, okay, well, look, because I got a free schedule, even though, you know, I got the, you know, other business interests and stuff like that going on. I can kind of, you know, you know, maneuver that and, and, and play with that more than a child that you have to be responsible for. Cause I know you got to pick them up after work and then you got, you know, to uh, meal prep and, and homework and then get them ready for bed. So All right. now with that being said, and I want you to kind of pick up on that from that scenario, uh, if certain women that go right into like, if you evaluate that, but they're like, okay, I can just clear my schedule with my kid. I don't know. I ain't heard how that. do you how do you look at that? Like if there if there are considerations being made for you, and I think this happens often. Like sometimes, as you know, as a man, we'll we'll be told, "Well, I did this for you. I did that for you." Um, well, well, and we may not necessarily ask explicitly for them to make those considerations, but those considerations will be made nah. over and beyond that special consideration that you giving them. You well, know, yeah. Like I mean, what's your, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't want them to make any exceptions for me, especially if I'm new and I haven't earned anything, you know, and we, and our relationship isn't that. So initially I'm going to ask her to do what she, you know, don't break, don't break stride and don't change up your program for me. You know, especially, like I said, if, if all this is new, so do what you do and we'll figure it out. If, if I know that you have, like I said, to pick your child up after work and then you have to you know, cook, meal prep, and then homework, and then bed, then we probably won't talk until nine or so. And then if you got a small window, you may want to just crash early. You may want to do your own thing, whatever that own thing is. And then, I, you know, it is what it is. But I'm just looking for common ground, but I usually give single mothers, you know, carb lunch, more or less, you know, uh, and, and more window and more leeway. But if I feel like, that I guess not enough time is being made, then I'll say something. And I'm not a demanding person, but I'm coming at them from a perspective of, okay, are you serious about getting to know somebody? Because if you are, you do understand that there are some, you know, you there are some exceptions that's going to have to be made, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'm not the one to be trying to manipulate you know, a woman's schedule or anything like that, especially in the beginning. Well, shit, period. You know, I'm, I'm just not that. Not All right. So when we talk about opening up and then that playing ground and scheduling and what we're looking for uh, in that beginning state, just getting an understanding of basically their flow and how they look at time and my flow and how I look at time, I think that's very important. But also in some of those initial conversations, I give some uh I give uh, a little bit of my flow with things. I think initial conversations are always always going to be so interesting because this discovery of getting an understanding of a person's mental perspective and where things are at and and how the world is seen and and what they look at in reference to the world. So in like some of those initial conversations when you're just talking and rapping, um, 
getting to know who she is, uh, how she sees things. Um, what are some of those topics that you talk about? Uh, me personally, because it matters a whole lot to me, family is one of those topics that I talk about. And just, you know, where I lie with my family, how I look at family, the importance of family. Um, definitely, naturally, I'm going to talk about business because it's a lot of what I do and what I spend time in. Um, I open up about that and more so than asking a whole lot of questions, I'm kind of like a boxer counter punching. I don't have any set questions that I want to ask, but I'm just listening to what's, you know, what, what she's saying and responding, uh, as is, are there like some set questions that you go into, like, as you meet a woman in the beginning that you, look to find out or are you more so like me in the self-discovery of like look let's just you know explore where she's coming from and then connect like that yeah i mean um you know what i kind of uh i don't know man i kind of just go with the flow in the sense that um i just want to see how smooth the conversation is how how smooth uh well how the exchange of ideas. I look for lulls in the conversation. I look for dead air. Uh, I, I listen for enthusiasts. I, 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 I listen to understand, not to respond. And so I'm paying attention to see if they are doing the same. Are they just asking me questions while watching TV? And if, if they're laughing, is it because something was funny or they think I said something funny? You know, it's just, it's yeah, so... I just want to know in the conversation, you know, if um, if uh, they can, uh, if 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 they are, you know, more or less like into me. So I'm like, if yeah, yeah. So as you're listening, if they're into you, you talked about dead air, right? Like that, like I just so did. <laughs> if dead air happens, what's your what's your take on dead air? Because sometimes I'm not necessarily like. I take that. I take that very. I take that very serious. I'm gonna tell you why. Think about that. Sometimes some things don't need to be said, and then furthermore, sometimes dead air can just lead to like, all right, I'll rap with you later. Right, but see, that's what I'm saying. Dead air, awkward pauses, all of that. Yeah, and I understand that in the first couple conversations, there may be that, but I have had more conversations than not where I end up being on the phone with somebody a couple hours and it's just like, damn, where'd the time go? And then I know I've been on the phone with some people and it's just like pulling teeth or it's a struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's like sitting in the dentist's office waiting to be called or so some shit like that. Let, let's so, go there. If if you with the woman that you pulling teeth having that phone conversation with, do you, uh, like, is that like a, a something like the conversation should be free-flowing where you look forward to something happening and talking to them? Like, yeah, is that be, essential and something you look for? Yeah, because it should be a, an exchange of ideas. I know that, um, and it could be a, a number of reasons. It, it, there, it could be just strictly nervousness. It could be apprehension. It could be w- distraction. It could be a number of things that determines why the conversation may or may not flow. It may not always be incompatibility. And that's what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. I'm trying okay. to make sure that we are compatible. And I know you can't determine that on the first phone call, but it's just something to take note to. It's like, okay, well, we got on the phone and do we immediately click or is it going to take more work? Or do I have to drill down for information or is she free willing, you know, in terms of giving me the information? 
Is she exciting to talk to? Does she bring the energy? Or am I the one that's putting the energy in the conversation? You know, um, is she what, you know, people call them Debbie Downers and people that always look at things from a pessimistic type of viewpoint, you know, or when you share an idea, do they go, oh, that's dope. I never thought of that. Or, oh, that's dope. I would like to do that. Or if you exchange I mean, if you're exchanging ideas and you say, this is something that I would like to do or I've done, and they go, oh, wow, I would like to do that too, or I did something just like that. And then it, you know, it blooms or blossoms into like this, this, you know, whole nother, you know, I guess, uh, profession of, you know, an interest of that person. So, I mean, man, it it varies. And so if if the first conversation is kind of dry, then I'll, you know, I'll pull back and we'll, we'll keep it to about... 10, 15 minutes or so. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'll reach out to him again, you know, and we'll have another conversation. But after the third conversation, if if it's just... If it doesn't seem like y'all have gone deep. Then I pretty much know that it probably won't go much further. Yeah, and it ain't going deep. Like, if I'm sharing more, I definitely believe... I think a lot through talking. So I talk through my thought process and I develop other thoughts in thinking the same way that some people um, think through writing or reading. Uh, I can think in conversation because I'm responding to the more than even just talking to her. I'm responding to who I am, um, what she's representing, how I see things Uh, in doing this show is definitely opened up my eyes to many more perspectives of women. And I still feel so much like a novice uh, if if I were to say anything about women per se, I can speak from my behalf of like engaging women as Kari, but like it, overall, I, I look at certain things and I think to myself like, damn, you know what I mean? This, this is some deep shit. This is some deep shit. Well, yeah. And then also, man, I try to, um, I, I want to know if I am, do I interest them? Uh-huh. You know, if if because initially when you first meet a person, you exchange the numbers, depending on how long the exchange, the dialogue is and, and, and so forth. You really don't know. But once you get on the phone and you have some conversations, and, and I want you all to understand that we're talking about phone conversation. We're not talking about the face-to-face, you know, interactions and stuff like that. We're just talking about over the phone right now. Yeah, so yeah. I want to know that I interest them, that I am and what I do is intriguing to them and that uh, what I think about things matter and my opinion matters, <clears throat> you know, and they respect that. And even they can even disagree and that'll be even, you know, great to debate mm-hmm. or, you know, exchange that energy between, you know, between us. That's a good topic right there. Debates with women. What what was like? Uh, what are some debates that stand out where a woman swayed your opinion on something and going back and forth? Man, so so many. None pop into my head right now. But um, <clears throat> I'll say this: I am more attracted to a woman that's aware of what's going on in the world and, and I guess social commentary than just <clears throat> what's popular. On, you know, those, you know, uh, which we call it TV shows or, you know, what's the hottest meme out and, and stuff like that. You know, I like a well-rounded conversation. So because I, I might bounce to this and bounce to that 
and, and, and so forth. And I want, I would like, <laughs> well, I guess I do want, you know, somebody that can keep up, somebody that's well-rounded and they can discuss and uh, have an opinion about a lot of different things. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that they are experienced in, but I, I think you can still form an opinion, you know, on anything. I mean, shit, we could sit up here and talk about wrestling right now. And I don't know the last time you watched wrestling, but you could say, damn, man, when I used to watch it, and I can tell you what it is yeah, now. Yeah. And then we could be like, dang. And then I could turn into, well, why do they even do that? And why does that exist? And then I could turn into, well, it's because they make money. You know how much the guy who owns that make? And then that can go into investment, you know, and, and, and business planning, marketing. You see what I'm saying? The conversation can mm-hmm. branch. So it doesn't. Yeah. Ne- you don't have to necessarily be a wrestling fan in order to create you know, or birth other conversations from it. And that's what I look for a lot of times mm-hmm. when I had the conversations with women, man. You know, yeah. it could be something small, but hey, or let's Google that, you know, and find out more. So, um, but I can't think of any debates really, man. Like, yeah, like sometimes those debates can be very interesting. Um, I think one of the last debates, it was a strong back and forth I had with a woman was just about the impact of the role of father in a daughter's life plays. And it was definitely as our sister podcast, his for her problem. It was a, he said, she heard or, and then they have, she said he heard, but <laughs> um, we, we, we were on different, different sides of the table about, you know, the relationship, of that father and daughter, I I believe plays a big role in the way a woman carries herself. Just like the relationship between a mother and a son plays a deep role in the way a man carries himself. Um, and she was because her a more a more estranged uh, childhood with a father. She was like, well, no, nah, my mom did this and my mom did that, and a woman can, and you know. It was just like we were on completely different, different pages. Pages. It was one of the longest <clears throat> discussions with points uh, where I'm like bringing up theories, ideas, um, where things dug in. And it just made me think as far as like moving forward in reference to that. Well, you already know. In reference to that, I still have the belief, but I, I, I believe she... I learned in that to to listen a little bit more because it's more I should have could have heard. I believe to to tie into her vulnerability and her passion about the subject matter in the first place. Even for her to pose the question about you know relationships with fathers and what that means and the role that a mother can play in the life of any child. I mean, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> um, and. Yeah, I guess because, you know, if, if you don't have any kids, I'm sure they could. Well, you don't have any kids, Kari. So, you know, uh, I mean, I don't really know, and, you know, and all other kind of stuff. And, and so sometimes I do have somewhat of a of an end or a formed opinion because I do have a child, even though they may be a different gender of whoever we could be debating about. But just, be, you know, I can come from the perspective of parenthood, you know, single father and raising a daughter and stuff like that. But it still affects your viewpoint on, you know, women in the family unit and how you would like your child to be raised. And I can tell you one thing, depending on how, you know, it, it will open your mind in terms of, hmm, I never thought about it like that or no, nah, I don't, I think she's just wrong with that. And it can, depending on 
how early it is in the relationship, you may think, okay, well, I don't know if I can really build something with and, her. And you know, that that ties into like another thing, because I get into like these gender discussions with women too. Um, and then sometimes they're like, nah, I'm a woman and I don't and and I debate that too, just on the strength of like society's impact of a person because society engages women differently than men, uh, just like older people or younger people, like these different subsects that, you know, sociology uh, that are visually, you know, that you visually can condition. It just, it changes the perspective of how you'll see the world just due to the consideration you give in by the world. So those are some discussions I get into too. Especially when it comes to the workplace, and that that's a discussion oh, yeah, that well. is interesting too. Um, my my takes of um, more so than moving those discussions from phone to in person, because in person, because body language plays you already know so much more of a role with in person. I'm big on body language, dog. And sometimes you'll have a phone connection. But the in-person connection is not the same because the body language is not as um, as far as like you want to feel appreciated. That's really where I pay a lot of attention to how much I think she may be into me. It's like a oh, yeah. lot of just different social cues. And I can yep. give like the, you know, those, you know, like the 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 looks on flirting and stuff like. But it's more like just paying attention to what feels warm and what doesn't feel warm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, cause when a person is on the other side of the phone or other end of the phone, as they say, you don't really know what they're doing. You don't know if they roll in their eyes or whatever, whatever. And you can, re- if a face-to-face conversation, you can really determine or identify disinterest, um, you know, anger, frustration, or whatever, you know, your face give off cues, eye contact, the yeah. tone in their voice, how they sit, Hand placement. Hand placement, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I read all of that, and that and can give me an idea. Here's something classic with, as they say, millennials. They're big on this. <laughs> but uh, what I call it, like, the uh, proximity, social spacing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that too. If it, it's I'll like tell a you small this. thing, I, like, if, if I, I'm engaged, you know, if I'm around a woman and she's further away with them from I'm me just about most say. times— I say to myself, for whatever reason, the distance is there for a reason, you know. Now, on the flip side, though, sometimes it's women I think that are are getting close because they're looking to manipulate it as well. So, like, you know, I don't necessarily think that, you know, just because a woman is close in proximity, you know, she's sincerely attracted to me or whatever. But proximity definitely is a key thing that I'm always paying attention to. I know I'll say this. I have purposely... Um, done that, or 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 I've I've uh, I guess created somewhat of an exercise. Now, if if somebody comes over my house for the first time, I try to make them feel comfortable. I try to be yeah. as accommodating as I can. Now, so that they don't feel, um, and and just to let everybody know, everybody can't come over my house, and I don't invite people over my house like some dudes Friendly. be like, yeah, just come over yeah, yeah. and Netflix and chill and all that kind uh, of stuff. No, yeah. you know, my home is my sanctuary, and I and I take it very seriously in terms of the energy that I allow into my home and all of that. I'm big on that, so I don't want any negative energy in my home and fucking up my fun shui and all that other shit. So um, that said. Sometimes I have purposely, like, we'll use my basement setup in the, in the, in, in, for an example. I will sit, you know, I'll let them sit on, choose the seat first, and then I'll sit 
in an angle that's maybe, you know, perpendicular, but I may or may not, based on their body language cues, sit on the same sofa with them. You know what I mean? I may sit across from them, and then I'll wait for them to say, why are you way over there? And then I'll know it's okay for me to move in a little closer because, again, I don't want to, yeah. you know, give them any un- dis- yeah. feeling of discomfort or, you know, like anything you, you or feel pressure. Dude just on the strength of... Because like, you don't I know what their the past experiences yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's what I think, too. You know, date rape or yeah. anything, you know, along those lines. So I just want to make sure I got, a, a you know, a, a positive distance, you know, mm-hmm. or, or or I guess the neutral zone, as we like to call yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, make sure I'm not crossing into that neutral zone unless I am um, invited. Yeah, I, I'm big on that, too. Uh, that spacing plays a whole lot of plays a big role and being appreciated is big like being liked being desired uh as opposed to just feeling like taking the lead all the time and i'm i think that proximity and even the way a woman welcomes you into the space like like a hug as people say can mean so much because does she hug you like your grandma does she not hug you like your grandma, you know what I'm saying? Uh, where, where, where are even eyes like the way she looks at you and everything? Like, does she side hug you or does she chest to chest hug you? Yeah, you know, is it her her hand placement and all of that? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it can be everything. And and let me say this, um, it's sometimes where I'll do like a side hug myself when I just feel like the energy is off. You know what I mean? You know what? I'll go even a step further. If I feel like the energy is off, I don't hug them. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, so I, if they say, give me a hug, and, and it, it's it's just but not... You know, you know what I'll do to defuse that um, or to encourage that? Mm-hmm. If they say, oh, well, you know, okay, I'll give you two different scenarios. Well, all right, then. Um, give me a hug so I can go. I'm like... For real, is that the is that the energy I'm gonna get? Is you know you don't, I want to hug you more than you hug me or something like that, you know? And then I try to you know see why it was said like that or or what was behind that, you know what I'm saying? In the sense of well, why wouldn't you want to hug somebody that you know that you like or you attracted to? Now, um, or I may be like depending on the situation who it is, I might be like, girl, I've been waiting all night for this, mm-hmm. you know, and then you get a different type of energy and a different type of hub. And then sometimes I may initiate, but, um, like yeah. Marcus and, uh, boomerang, like this is my Mac daddy vibe. I'm giving you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jet magazine of the week of the month or whatever you say. Ebony yeah. magazine of the month. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh, and really we can play off on that movie. We talked about that movie, but body language was big. Even in that movie between like both of them, like I say, uh, the Robin Givens character, as much as she was mindful of it, I never really felt like she was really present in and in, into the Eddie Murphy character as much as the Holly Berry character. Oh, yeah. And he should have known that. And I think he did. Well, of course, you know, the movie has to be like two, two hours long before he realizes that, you know, he was fucking up a good thing, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but I, I just felt like, yeah, he should have known right off rip that Robin Givens wasn't looking for anything serious and he should have played it and engaged her as such. And he had somebody that was down for him and really into him because of who he was and which was Holly Berry character. So it's like, he should have came to that realization 
long before in the movie, but you know, they have to do it the way they do it. Yeah. But uh but he ended up being with the person that he should have been with. But he had to almost lose her. Well, he did lose her for a short while. Then he had to come back and, and, and profess that, you know, that she was the right one after all and so forth and so on. But yeah. Uh, so man. so I mean, we using movie scenario to like talk about real life scenarios, but even in that perspective, um, let's get into I'm, some I'm gory big into, Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about some real uh, things that that liked. Let's talk about likable classic gestures from women. Um, and what's what's your take on it? Cooking for you. What's your take on it? Only if she can cook. Because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, dog. Look, I'm for real. Because look. To me, reading okay. <laughs> reading instructions, reading a recipe is not an art form. That's not a skill. You know, if most in most cases, if you follow the instructions, it will turn out like the instruction says, unless it has some kind of artistic design to it. But it will likely taste as such. But just because you can boil water and not burn things does not mean that you, you can like cook. Cat Williams on I'm that, just saying, uh, just because you don't burn shit does not mean that you can cook. I mean, damn. Okay. Uh, Come on, how, man. How important and is And breakfast cooking, does not count. How, how important is cooking to... It's very important to me because I can you. cook. And I've cooked for large groups. No, I'm talking I've about... I've cooked not, Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah, I've have, cooked... I'm, Cookouts. Real men, it, real men eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real men cook. Yeah, real I still cook. got that boy. Too, and that's the yeah, first yeah. thing they be talking about. And it's funny when Dorian had, like when my, my nieces or nephews come in from out of town or somebody comes to my house with her for the first time, the first thing she'd be like, well, this is my dad award for real men cook. And she just go through the whole house pointing out stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel kind of good about that. But anyway, but yeah, man, that's very important to me. One of the things that are very important to me is if a woman can cook, she doesn't necessarily have to cook for me, but I would love... To be with, and I want to be with a woman so that can a, cook. So that's a bonus. That's a bonus. No, that's a deal breaker. Okay. All she, right. Yeah, All real right. talk. She got to be able to cook. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that fancy, fancy, uh, you know, we're going to put the, uh, the uh, oh shit, Nick yeah, gonna be yeah, mad like, at me for not naming like some if shit. If she's going into yeah. like, uh, we're gonna she have got the side of asparagus, asparagus tips, and then yeah. we're going to um, saute that with, uh, 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 cilantro, uh, cilantro, and all this other kind of stuff, yeah, and all this yeah. garnish, and all, and the garlic sauce, and and puree, and all that. It's like, yo, man, you know, I mean, that's cool too, but do it taste good? It may look good and taste terrible. Okay, all right. Um, so cooking is big on you. I I don't necessarily know if cooking is a deal breaker, but um, why not? Hmm. What do you plan on cooking all the time? Uh, <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't. Wait a minute. Do you okay, plan wait, on wait, cooking wait, all wait, the wait, time? Wait. If I cook and she and she cleaning, oh, I wouldn't shit. mind that. Wait. So you go cook every day? Yeah. I would cook every day. You a goddamn lie. <laughs> you a goddamn lie. If, I already know. If she could do some. If she can help with like, okay, even without cooking, okay, <laughs> would she be receptive to learning some of uh, how to assist in the kitchen? Carmelo. Carl Malone. If she could be receptive to learning a little bit of how to assist in the kitchen, yeah, I'm I'm with it. But now, nah, if her attitude is I don't know how to cook and I don't want to be in the kitchen, that 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 could. I say this though, I, the likelihood of us running into a woman at our age that doesn't know how to cook is zero to none. Because mm-hmm. now, if somebody, if we trying to, if we. 
God forbid, we fucking around with somebody in their early 20s, then they may pull that shit out. Well, I know how to cook breakfast shit, but why would we even be doing that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I doubt anybody yeah. in their mid to late 30s or their 40s does yeah. not know how to cook. It's it's some it's some women that don't know how to cook. Or what about the They're always side? an exception. What if, but what if what if she knows how to cook, but she doesn't cook? She doesn't like cooking. Then that's still a problem. If we're gonna cohabitate, okay. I'm not gonna be cooking all the time. Okay. I don't mind cooking most of the time, but I don't want to be cooking all the time. No, I'm just I just don't. And I and I don't want y'all out there to think I'm harping on cooking, because that's just like I said, that's one of the things. But yeah, I don't plan on cooking all the time. I'll be more than happy to cook. But see, when you cook all the time, that turns into we having this again. But I why you like that so much? Because most of the time you tend to cook what you like to eat. Okay, I give you that. But as much as I would rather cook than clean. And if she were clean. Oh shit, for real? Yeah, I'd rather cook than clean any day. God damn, what is you cooking? <laughs> it's whatever. Like, I mean, is this shit gonna be like back to boomerang, like Marcus hey, Kitchen at the end of that shit? I mean, nah, nah, nah. nah exactly. Nah. I'm not this talking be about good. just in the kitchen. I'm talking about clean, period. Oh, so oh that's the trade off. That's yeah, the trade off. Yeah, we had that trade off. I'd be with so you do the cooking and she'll do the cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, but if it's know. just y'all and no kids, she got a she got a cakewalk. She gonna just dust once a week. Long as she stay on top of it, she good. But cooking, like my mom say, like you man, like you you already okay, know, I like mean, you go to your well, parents' okay, house. Wait, 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 wait. I guess before I sign up for that deal, yeah, this is an interesting discussion. Yeah. Like what what is her diet flow? Because like, am I gonna be exactly? The, uh, is she a vegetarian? Am I doing, is she like, vegan? Cordon blue and shit. That's like, what I, I just said. Am I going said. outside of like? I guess you're right. Am I going into the realm of what she likes and I may not like, but I would have to learn how to prepare those dishes? Exactly. You be like, man, this shit right here. Can I have some real macaroni? Where's the sharp cheddar at? What the fuck? Be like. Well, I don't know. I have uh, what's that? Uh, 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 oh shit! You know all of different kind of cheeses, and you be like, what kind of cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. be like, yeah, you gotta go to such and such, the uh, Westbourne Market, and there's a guy there, yeah. and just tell him you want the black <laughs> cheese, the black cheese with the um, and it's got this kind of wrapping, and it's like, and you like, goddamn, that cheese is twelve dollars a block. What the fuck? And yeah. it's only like six ounces. She's like, yeah, but it tastes so good. But, and then you gotta be buying that yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, look, we would be like, yo, what's wrong with the? Shit uh, out. Well, I think I can work that shit out. Okay, well, I think I can work that work shit that out. Shit but out, I feel nigga. you. I feel you. Well, uh, right. which that kind of brings to the next, like, I guess, uh, the kitchen in the bathroom. I mean, the bedroom, Florida. You remember that good times and James was like, it's only two places for women, Florida: the kitchen and the bedroom. The kitchen and the bedroom. Hilarious. So so, what's next? I, I was gonna say, um, so that's that's like a cooking thing. Um, other than like, what are some other things that I think women like to do for a man? I mean, we talk about sex so much. I don't even want to talk about sex. We can on the tail end, but you know. So some of the other things I think that um, I t- what is what's your flow? Women like to do stuff for their birthdays, and in turn. They like to do stuff for your birthdays. Yes. What is your birthday policy? We did the birthdays and celebrations uh, uh, podcast, right? But we kind of were talking about actual experiences and stuff like that. But what's your flow in reference to? I'm good. If she man. likes you, if yeah, she likes you me, what? Like me, yeah, like, I mean, what I'm should good, she be man. doing for your birthday? Like, I mean, look, I'm good. If she want to do something special, I'm welcome to that. Like, you know. um, my birthday coming up, so somebody, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that, it's that's kind of feeling me right this now. Month, if you know, yeah, Maceo, the seventeenth, uh, the day yeah. after this airs, 
probably. So, um, yeah, so somebody that's taking an interest in me would like to take me out on my birthday. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, you know, we okay, could have just, you know. Even in that, even in that, like within that, because I think birthdays mean so much to women versus most men. Because I feel like you. It's like, eh, it is what it, yeah. what it is, especially being that my birthday is December now, 23rd. I, only way I feel, yeah, well, it's close so to it's Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like. But I feel know, like unless. It, yeah. And that's kind of, it's like, well, if you got something else to do, then do that. It's not like you got to, you know, make time. But I don't like to rain on people parade and be, like I said before, Debbie Downer and all them other names that they give people who, you know, you're like, dang, you make, you take all the fun out of it. And it's like, okay, well, but it's my birthday. I should be able to feel like it, feel like I want to feel about my birthday. It's like, well, why yeah. aren't you more excited? And it's your I birthday and all this kind of stuff. You, I can straight up tell you what you're going to be doing on your birthday. Watching what? the NBA. I, what, do, let me tell you. Matter of fact, that would have been the perfect birth. Well, I shouldn't say that because that's kind of disrespectful to what maybe she has planned. But a perfect birthday, if she had asked me, well, what do you want to do for your birthday? I would have been like, look, these are my favorite foods. Go to these restaurants or a restaurant and order my favorite dish. Order in. Come over and let's watch the games because she does okay. like basketball. Now, but, that's many, not, but you know what? The good now, thing is tip off is Tuesday. Like how many women have done something like that? But you got to, you know, you're right. They don't. Well, I've, some, I've some never, ads, some I've ads, never. but but then it's like, then that turns into, and this is funny about y'all women. I know y'all listening, but it's like, this is funny. She asks you what you want to do and you tell her what you want to do and she'll turn around and say, Let's well, why? Yeah, yeah. Well, why you want to do that? And it's like, why you just asked me but and I actually, told you. That's perfect. Remember, uh, man. What the hell? Uh, it's like, yo. Remember when I was with Michelle and she wanted to, uh, oh, she wanted God. to make some food for y'all for the fantasy draft, but I was so mad at y'all. Oh yeah, y'all ousted me. As, uh, <laughs> I know. Commissioner. As commissioner. <laughs> we voted that nigga way out. Way was mad to the motherfucker. I was like, nah, don't feed these hooligans. <laughs> that was that. That was the shit. That was the she B. Was like, that was the year uh, B came. That was the year <laughs> B was the commissioner. He came back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Shout out to the she nigga like, B. I can make everybody some chicken wings and get them some. I'm like, man, don't get them shit. Fuck them niggas. They voted me out. <laughs> oh, this. Fuck that nigga out. Exactly. So, uh, but that would have been like, that was like the last time I think a gesture like that was even suggested. But I'm just like you. I can't. Tuesday, NBA season starting back. That's what I today, and I'm good on Tuesday because my birthday is Wednesday. As so. y'all are listening to yeah, searching well. for Claire Huxtable right now, me and Macy are watching NBA basketball. Yeah, and and I ain't gonna have no clients that day, and I'm gonna hit the gym and go in and come back, and I'm gonna be for, from seven to eleven thirty twelve. Understand what I'm gonna be doing. Yeah, I'm gonna be on that shit. TNT, ESPN. I have two phones, well, a phone and a laptop and two TVs going at the same time. I'm gonna definitely be rocking. They're gonna be podcasting over here. I'm gonna just do some quick setups, go right back over. <laughs> there uh, it is. And uh, I'm definitely I'm making my own personal nachos. Some of that is Maceo's uh, nacho uh, what's your, what's nacho your, recipe. Oh, uh, which, which with one? the where you do the uh, see this is where cooking comes in. Play see, too, see, there it is, there it is. Me and Maceo used to damn near shop all the time. Oh hell but, yeah! Um, but you know, with the uh, with the with the shredded cheese, throw in uh, on the, with the Dorito base. I'm gonna actually go for uh, it's these uh, nine salt boys that I get from what's that Honey Bee Market and okay. um, some fancy shit. West, yeah, I know. 
Go ahead. Go ahead and say that shit. Say that shit. It ain't no Spartan store, nigga. It ain't Myers and Kroger's. Go ahead. Southwest Detroit. But I love them. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to use some ground chicken. Mm -hmm. Mix that up. Get get like the uh the two forms of shredded cheese you yep. always get. Yep, yep. Uh, some of that is just like they the two for five, y'all. They think you said two <laughs> yeah, for one. Yeah, yeah. Like I we mean, only get no fifty cent cheese. <laughs> fifty cent cheese. Yeah. But yeah, yeah nachos, nachos, and yes. NBA basketball is definitely what's going down. Yeah, Tuesday. man, all day. You know, and and that's and we can either do. I can either do that or that's in addition to. You know, but again, that's what she wants to do. So Wednesday, I'm gonna be in somebody's restaurant. You know, doing whatever, and you know, and, and that's, that's cool. But, yeah, I appreciate that's what I was that. Say. What's your what's your like and dislike of that? Because I've done that before too, where like, yeah, you go to like a, you know, as they say, like white linen type restaurant. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's okay. You know, you napkin and lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, it got, it has red wine glasses for red wine and white wine glasses for white wine. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Those, yeah. those establishments, the salad fork based establishments. Oh yeah, where well, you got you know, where yeah. they a la carte. <laughs> yeah, all way where the where the where the where the, uh, the the knife is at the north of the napkin. You know yeah. the where the plate. You know when it's sitting up at top. You, you already know. You knife sit down to some. You north. be like yo, and the blade is placed this way and it's facing in. All that. Yeah, you already know. But um, yeah, where, but, the, where the dude put the. Uh, he put the uh, he put the big napkin uh, on his uh, on his, on arm, his forearm, on the forearm when he poured when he oh, poured yeah, his on, yeah and he leaned it over like say when sir you know all that I'm like you just all you gotta do is just hold your hand up you ain't gotta say when you just you know hold your hand up everything is gestures you go to a restaurant where everything is gestures you just do like this do your hand like yeah, come come not, he comes and that's enough that is, it's and, not uh, starters yeah, 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 hell motherfucking all which sometimes you know starters is cool but yeah, sometimes yeah. you know what, man. I, I will say this though. Sometimes it's not so much about the event; it's about the company. You know, I'm big on, you know, I'm big on as we get back to as I should say. Well, I should say as as I get back to you know describing you know kind of what I like. It's like I'm big on personal relationships, personal interactions, and I want to be able to like you and and get into you, and I want you to be able to like and get into me, and I I just like spending time with a person. I like. I can have fun with a person just doing something that we both like as opposed to and sometimes at sometimes as opposed to going out somewhere and doing something. I, I admit and and I know that sometimes you have to get out, you want to get out and stuff like that. But yeah. sometimes you can have just as much fun at home doing something now, simple and regular with the girl. That's where you are a lot like me. And that's why October is such a dope month. Yeah. I ain't really in the NFL no more, but I love the NBA. You know, I love Halloween movies and stuff. So the I've Fear been Fest start next week too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been watching Insidious like damn near all day on uh, what was that? I Sci-fi. saw that. I saw it. I ain't fucking with that. No, no. I don't fuck with that. Shit. But uh Demon shit. But um but yeah, the uh like stuff like that can be real simple. But on the flip side, you know, a woman that likes to go out because there's a lot of women that do like going out um what's your what's your consideration you give i know this is more so about us if their you know to do is always that like them doing something for you is let's do this let's do that i'll say this this. let's do that this is funny that you say that i I don't want to say my ratio is three to one i pay it could be two to one depending on what we do but i'm almost at a three to one ratio depending on how often Mm -hmm. we go out 
Yeah. Every three times yeah. I pay, I figure she could pay at least once. But I know, you know, uh, but shit, I the ideal was situation would be 50-50, but I know that's not going to happen. You know, like it's a trade-off, like this week I paid, whatever, whatever. Without it even being said, you know, like, well, I paid last time or you paid last time, so I paid this. It's just unspoken. But, um, I, I, you know, I don't mind going out as long as we have somewhere to go, but I don't want to just go out just for the sake of going out. Now, when I say go out, um, you know, movies and, and stuff like that, people consider that going out. But what I really like to do is just like everyday shit. I have so much fun if I say, yo, you know, shit, just come over about one o'clock and just roll with me today. And I'm going to just go yeah. run errands and you can see what my Saturday is typically like. And That'd we can just the, vibe, go to have fun. Together. Yeah, go to Randazzles, <laughs> go to Kroger, Meyer, whatever the place I got to go. This is yeah. all the shit that I do when you just roll with me and we just hang out. And maybe it's some things that you can do while, you know, while I'm doing it. We trade off. I do my shit, your shit. We kill two birds with one song. Stomp. Kill two birds with one stone. And then after that, then you go have dinner and then it's like, yo, you spent the whole day together just doing regular shit. And if uh, you can get along with somebody doing regular shit, then I think when you get into another person's interest or they get into yours, I think, you know, the vibe will be a lot better. Okay. Now, definitely, definitely. As I remember, it was like damn near a whole day. One of those days that you spent in the auto shop getting your car fixed. Oh, and then you already know. other runs. Yep. And that was dope. And I was like, yeah, dope that shit's fuck. dope as hell. Like, I know. She sat know. in there for a fucking a damn near a shift. It was like six, when six to eight, I don't know, somewhere between six and eight hours. But she sat in there yeah. with me in the lobby of that damn shop. Yeah. And um, shout out to Tasha. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Just shout out to her, man, all day. I know she listening. But right. um, but yeah, shout out to her, man, because that was real. And yeah, it was, was just dope. so cool. And it was no complaints. It was just... It was just it was just love, man. It was just real love. And I felt, yeah. I was, yeah. Cause she didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially on vacation. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh the in 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 likes and dislikes, what are some other things that I think a lot of times women will do? Uh in that sports and watching sports with you. Cause some things I like to kind of do solo, but if you're not into the game, then I can't watch it. I remember that last Heat Spurs, I was actually um I was actually uh like the girl I was dating or kicking it with or whatever. Uh <laughs> whatever I be into. Whatever. Exactly. Whatever. It was, <laughs> <laughs> having having relationships. See, Corey, you need to define our relationship. Exactly. Uh, in the undefined relationship, I guess. But she was a big-ass Spurs fan, you know? And, and you was liking who? <laughs> and at the time, this is where you was mad at me, too, because well, I was definitely going Heat. Yeah, I was, I, man. I was going fuck, L Heat. Man, I was about to so, say. Uh, so it was cool watching the game with her, because it was like, uh, even though the Heat lost that one, but... Uh, it was interesting just going back and forth of like she come over, we watch the games. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? Or we go out, go to a sports bar, watch the games. If she's into the sport, I'm with it. But I'm definitely not one of those dudes that would like want to, you know, do something with her and I don't think she really into it. Right. You hey, know? but you know what? <clears throat> what do I always say? And I touched on this in a couple podcasts. So so a lot of times what what I would want what I want you women to understand. With me specifically, way is the same way, but with 
most guys in general is a lot of times just having you around is cool. Now, I understand there's levels to the relationship and how you get to that point. But I'm just saying, like, if you don't have the same interests as me, that's okay that you don't want to watch what I watch. I don't want you to sit there next to me and just, you know, be unhappy because I'm watching basketball and you don't understand it or you don't really like it like that. But as long as you there at the house and you cool and you comfortable, I'm going to make sure you all right and there's a TV in another room, we still spending time together. You know what I'm saying? Spending time together isn't necessarily sitting next to one another. It's just having that immediate access to one another. You in the same house doing commercial breaks. I can run into the room and, and fuck with you and tickle you and kiss you and hump on you and do all that dumb, silly shit that niggas do and then go back to the game. And you can do the same thing. You know, and I don't mind you, you know, watching the game and complaining. What the fuck does that mean? What is he doing? That's cool to explain to you. And then you go off and do some Lifetime Movie Network or something. I don't know. But I like that too. You know what I'm saying? We talk about that all the time. Like why? I don't know why it seems like, because I don't want to categorize everyone, but it seems like women, when they think that when they come over to spend time with us, they think we got to be doing the same thing at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, no, that's not, I don't, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, yeah. it don't have to be like that, y'all. Yeah. It's okay. Now, <clears throat> along with that, same thing, same time, uh, I know you definitely are not as big, and I'm not as like stern on a lot of stuff, but spending the night big. And trying to get sleep. Actually. Rule break. We're not talking about breaking we're not rules. talking about sex, but uh rules of engagement. But sleep with woman in bed. What's your what's your take? Way. What do you like? Way. Does she have to get are Way. you a side? I, I need my side of the bed guy. Are you spooning what? What, what is it? What? Wait a minute. <laughs> what is what is what is my take on spending the night? All right, you can get that too. That's one, that's rule break. Are we in a relationship? No. Uh, if I see, I, we talked about this on the other episode. I, all right, look, I'm going to go in. Do you want to go first before I go in? I, I'll definitely go because I'm not as stern as you. Okay, I, go I'll ahead. I break rule. So, uh, <laughs> like a motherfucker, nigga, you break rule. Yeah. Not like ever, but. But, you, you know what I'm saying? You're subject if to I'm, break rule. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, um, it really don't make no difference. It's been times where a woman is spent tonight and I didn't even have sex with her. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't like what is your what is your quickly, what is your thought thought or thought process on you in the bed spending the night? Dick get hard. Okay, I can talk about that. All right, look, I don't mind not fucking. I just don't like can't fucking. Meaning, <laughs> meaning my nigga he said like I don't like not energy, fucking but I don't like can't fucking I've never energy, heard that shit before if her energy is on some old like nah we ain't I don't even really not only do I not want her not in my bed really we don't even need to be interacting in home like that she needs to kind of go back to sister day category cause if my mind is like you know Whoa. how I feel about sex and this is one of the most, uh, the biggest debates that I always have. Like, in my mind. You a nigga worth fucking. That. And then also, along with me being worth fucking A, <laughs> along with that, my, you know, my, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see, man. Damn. You know, my 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 20 years in the game, 
21, whatever, uh, of having sex, I, I'm not learning new styles and techniques. If my sexual chemistry of when I think it's time that we get down ain't matching with hers, I'm backing away from that woman. I agree. You know, and I know Ebony and Shari's like, nah, you may mess up stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to figure out at my age right now what her sexual flow and maybe I miss connection. And it's like, maybe she's not ready. If I think it's time that I ain't trying we to cross get hashtag. that line and her energy ain't connecting right. with mine, I agree. I, I look at it like, I okay, she's cool. I can be cool with her, but I need to move her, remove her from the, okay, we possibly can get down list. And she needs to move into like uh, my own friend zone boxing or like we cool right. because I, I'm too, it's just too risky to 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 be in that zone. And I, I don't want to be one of them dudes. I think I'm going to use all of my experience from having sex to determine those factors of when I think a woman is sexually ready. And I think when it's time to go down, it should go down at my age now. So if it does or does not. So sometimes like shit, man, if I feel like my performance or whatever will be off, I'm tired or whatever, man, I just will go to sleep, man. Like I ain't, I ain't pressed like that. But I still don't like can't fucking those women that put up that block, that energy where the the back to the body language and everything is off. If it seems like I'm looking to get some physicality and their attitude is like backing away, you know what I mean? I, I can tell you, I, I remember vividly the last time I misread a situation. I went in to kiss a woman and then she hit did the hair swerve. I was like, oh no, nah, I gotta put her back in the oh all day. Can't even, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, there's we no comeback from we that. We can spend all of this time together and then you know we do hug we yeah. embrace and then she hit me with the head swerve i yeah. was like oh shit and what's, what's almost, i was off on this this a misread and if yeah. i can misread that ain't no telling what misread, else I can misread. misread that offense it's yeah. like yo but you know the defense rather but i'm gonna tell you this what's almost as bad as that is going in with the tongue and she don't open up and it's that like because uh, it's nothing like you thinking you about to you know after the yeah. first kiss you know and then the second one you kind of open up and you thinking that they about to go yeah. but they don't and it's like okay she ain't ready for that and yeah. then it's like okay i'm about to pull back but it's all of that because i mean i think me and you yeah back to the flow of it it's kind of like the the couch situation i'm always looking to provide the option where she can go next so like even in the kiss the rhythm is like way more like i'll engage then i'll pull back and then she'll engage then i'll pull back and right. then we we can you know it's way more like a give and take i'm never an aggressor Right. So as a guy that's not an aggressor, I don't even play that game. But if she does spend the night, I definitely got a side of the bed. It, this is right. what's so funny. One time I was dating a woman and she was like, this is that bullshit. Because uh, my side of the bed, the way I got my bed set up now is furthest from the door. Right. And she's like, a man supposed to sleep closest to the door yeah. just because something will happen. And I'm like, yo, man, first off, if the nigga come in... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it like, like I mean, damn, like this gonna, ain't OJ Simpson and Nicole. Like, I mean, and, and furthermore, <laughs> even if that happened, I'm getting Ron Goldman. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, period. It's like this hotel is like I don't know. It I sleep under like with. It's weird. Like I didn't got so used to it. Like I'm gonna sleep on my right side with my arm up in <clears throat> the pillow under my arm or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. So it it's just like that. So I'm sleeping away from the door generally. You know. Um, and she was tripping on that. And then I, I'm definitely can't spoon all night. Yeah, because your arm goes to sleep and all the other shit. 
Yeah, and then it's like all all that body heat is hot as hell. You know what I'm saying? Or she gonna roll over, take all the covers? I don't know, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I kind of am. You know I'm, I'm parted sleep. It's, guy. It, I will say this: it's more we. I know I do, but there are more um, uh, concessions made than most women think by single guys or guys who've been single for a while. And I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go into that and then go into my rules about all that or the spending night shit. But I'm going to tell you because I agree with you. It's like, <clears throat> I think the best thing to do is don't spoon with me. Don't jam your ass up until my, you know what I'm saying, my sure, dick yeah. or my, my dick area, whatever you want to call that. You know, if you not, if the potential for sex to happen isn't there. I, you don't have to, don't spoon with me. I'll give you your side and it'll be three feet, no check in the bed. And I ask, yeah, I'll give you your kinda, preference. Yeah, I'll yeah. be like, yo, which side do you want to sleep on? Mm. And then she'll tell me and then I'll accommodate her in that way. You know, and I won't, unless she pulls my arm in to hold her, I won't reach. I'll give you that space. You know, we can touch legs or or whatever that thing is that people do in the bed. We can do that. But I'm not going to overstep my boundary you know, especially if I don't know, like you said, how she look at me and how she look at the situation and if the potential for sex is there. But what I tend to do is don't put myself in that situation off rip. So in case y'all want to know, unless you're not going to spend a night at my house, unless I see, you know, I like see you it as has a, to be, it yeah, has to be like established. acts of God. Uh, uh, situations like it I has told to be y'all like a, a twelve inch snowstorm, and she probably wouldn't be over then, right. or like it would have to be like some extenuating yeah. circumstance. And guess what? The flip side is, I ain't trying to sleep at your house, so don't think that oh, you can't sleep at Macy's house, but he can sleep at mine. No, I'm gonna be out the door at one. Sleeping at or, a woman's house is very difficult to do. Hell yeah, and it's it's diff. It, speaking of, it's difficult to do at my house. Because I can't just fall asleep with a person. There's a certain level of comfort that I have to be in, um, you know, in order to allow, to share my bed with somebody, first of all, and then, two, to feel comfortable enough to go to sleep with them. There's a lot of tossing and turning, Mm -hmm. definitely on the first night. But I don't put myself in a position to be rejected or for sex to be not on the table because I figure if you spending the night with me, then sex is likely or subject to happen. Yeah, you shouldn't be spending yeah. the, a night with me if we one haven't already had sex or sex is not on the table. So we can keep it PG thirteen, and you can leave at one o'clock, and I will make sure you get home, and then I go to sleep in my bed, and you go to sleep in your bed. But um, and I'm not saying that you know sex has to happen or when you spend a night that that means that sex is going to happen but i'm just saying you know um yeah we get into body language and all the other stuff too cuz there's a lot that happens under the covers and during that yeah. whole dance you know yeah, of going true. to sleep but yeah i so i don't so what i do you know to avoid some of the situations that you describe and you've been in i yeah. just yeah. avoid the whole spending the night until i know that i see this person in a more intimate light and they see me in the same and sex has already occurred or the potential for sex to occur and then we may spend the night. But other than that, if we just friends and we in the early early stages of dating or we still kind of unsure on where we want to take the next level because I'm going to tell you this, the biggest problem is they spend the night. The next time that they stay over late, 
do they spend a night? Is it automatic? They're going it's forward. Already an it's a, right, right. So, but what if, what if, line, what if you don't want you them to spend a night? Because there are after probably she crosses some, that line. Yeah. you can't. Uh, you can't take it back. Yeah, so you, you got to be ready. Nah. That's why once they spend a night, I'm already looking at the situation. The like you know what have been broken. She has overstepped her boundary, and I'm cool with it. Because you can't, you can't let somebody spend a night this week and then next week she be sitting there on the couch and it's like one thirty, two o'clock, and you be like, "So, um, you about to go back to the crib, <laughs> right? You about to go back to the crib, or uh, you know, should I get you a t shirt, or what you going to do?" And then she'll be. You know, it's just that awkward silence like, well, I don't know. I mean, if you want me to stay or she'll be like, uh, am I staying the night tonight? You know what I'm saying? And all those. And then you might feel obligated to let her spend a night because she spent the night before. But if you don't let mm-hmm. her spend a night and you be like, nah, how can you just say, nah, you can't spend a night? And then she'd be cool with it and not nah. be driving home like this nigga ain't shit. I ain't yeah, never fucking exactly, with him. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to get that. So long, you got to be you ready. Get that long. Okay. Yeah. Pause. And then yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and, and you know what you, you get? Wake up tomorrow with a text message the size of the damn Constitution. Exactly. <laughs> or and when she get home, what you gonna get is home. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they, that's gonna be the first text message yep. you get. Home. You getting that Constitution text message about you know I just know where things are at. I respect you as a man, yep. but I'm going back. I realize where I'm at in life and what I can and can't. And what take. I'm willing to accept <laughs> and what I'm not willing to accept. And you know what? I just want to thank you for helping me put this into perspective and. I'm Appreciate you coming into my life and all this other. You be like, yo, what the fuck? All I did was say you can't spend a night. What the fuck? Shit. Damn. The fuck. Damn. Give a nigga a break. God damn. Yeah, you definitely. You know what I'm saying? I've had that text message before. The. <laughs> the putting things in perspective. Oh God, that's <laughs> where, the worst. Where I'm like, in life uh, right now. <laughs> you feel like you just broke up? What you be like, yo? I felt like I just broke up with them, and we ain't even together like that. Yeah, what the like, hell? Oh. Here we uh, go. I got that text message today. It's like, man, like, this yo. is a conversation that's going to ruin the <laughs> ruin the basketball game tonight. Hell yeah, like, <laughs> wait, man, nigga, this shit right here. Yep. So, man, that wraps up another Claire Huxtable. We're going to be coming with some more guests. Um, this was an interesting one. Uh, I, I know Macy said, let's stay away from quick lists and everything because we wanted to go more so into uh, theories about it than lists. I mean, likes and sensibilities of what lists are, they, I mean, that's just so surface. I mean, oh, wait, I guess wait. you got taste when it comes to lists. Um you know, like what's physical, you know, physically and everything. But even that, the older I get, and it's so funny, man. Like my high school crush got married this year. You oh, know what I'm real? saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. I saw her like almost like the day she got engaged, and I was like, "Damn, you are the wind still." And she was like, "Ah, oh, all right." You know, but like you know, even in seeing people grow and and how that changes, like you know, what you looking for, how you looking for it. For me, it's a whole lot like how I feel around them and where uh, and the value I place on that. And for that to exist, it deals with probably a whole lot about how they feel around me, too. And if they're willing to drop a lot of those guards and those anxieties and open up and we can really build some shit together. Yeah, I'm definitely with that. I'm definitely with the ebb and flow, man. It's it's an energy energy exchange. I hate energy vampires, man. You know, I want to be, you know, I want to feel comfortable 
around them. I want to be able to be vulnerable around them. I want to be able to be myself around them in every aspect and in all capacities. And that's what I'm looking for. And I have to trust you. And I just told somebody, you know, sort of recently that, you know, and and to me it was kind of profound and they got it, but I don't know if they got it off, you know, the first go round. Then I had to, you know, go into more detail, but I was like, I just, right now I'm just not comfortable allowing somebody else to be responsible for my feelings and emotions. Now, I know a lot of y'all going to hear that and be like, why the fuck would somebody else be responsible for how you feel? You in control of, yeah. But that has to do with vulnerability. And a lot yeah. of people aren't, aren't responsible for their own emotions, let alone somebody else's. And they don't have yeah. the consideration. And, and, you know, and they don't think about others first and so forth. And they are empathetic and stuff like that. So it takes a lot to open yourself up to another person and allow them to see you, you know what I'm saying, that capacity. So I just, you know, until I can trust somebody like mm-hmm. that, you know, yo, you know, so I agree with you 100% that it's about the ebb and flow. It's about how they see me, how they, you know, vibe with me and how I vibe with them and, yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Claire Huxtable, thanks for listening, subscribing, share with a friend. This was another one of them host-only ones. We're going to mix in these as if you're interested in being a guest, and a lot of people have said they're interested in being guests and then flake out on us and stuff like that. All day. You know, but uh, we still want more guests. This is an open conversation with women. We've been heating up with some classic ones. I know y'all are going crazy over the going down episode because y'all love the raunchy shit. But we also <laughs> talk about real shit, too. Right. All so, day. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.